I suppose starting anything from the beginning is always the most difficult thing. It's like once you just do it, once you just take the first step, I suppose the following steps get easier. It's with anything. It's with exercise. It's with trying to form new habits. Always starting a new business. Getting into a relationship. Prayer. <laughs> the, 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 the first few days or the first few tries, even they are just the most difficult. Even if you do get to try. Because sometimes you don't even get to that level. So... Relating it to me, this first recording where I'm starting my podcast obviously has been relevant to me, just in terms of what do I talk about. But I've been praying a lot. I've been praying a lot. I've been having conversations with God and I've been asking the Spirit to lead me. Because I just don't want to talk about nothing. You know, I want to impact lives. I want to learn from this process i want it to be real to be genuine to be to something that means you're alone you're like okay i get that okay i get that and also in talking i want to be truthful because i want to grow i want to learn from my mistakes and reflect and talking is therapeutic let's just say like so talking isn't going to be the problem here i can talk and talk so talking about things that actually matter is what I'm striving to achieve out of this process. So as I was doing my dishes yesterday, it just came to me. Hallelujah. It just came to me. And I thought, hmm, I have been expecting God to bless situations that he has never given me permission to embark on. And I think a lot of people relate. Not even that I wouldn't have prayed for those situations. So I'll give an example of my past or last relationship and of living I was praying for a while, sometime in the last year. I embarked on these prayers and I said, God, give me a man, a proper man. And then I listed everything that I wanted. I'm very specific. So I listed everything. I said, God, he, he has to be tall. He has to be, you know, handsome. An intellectual man. He has to have accomplished a few things. He has to be athletic and, you know, very sporty and fit. And, um, you know, I want him to, to have similar interests in me. Like the same food that I like get me just a lot of god-fearing sorry god-fearing was like my number one i said god i want an equally yoked human in my life because if i look back at my life i haven't really found anybody who's equally yoked but also i haven't or i wasn't really on that spiritual journey with god to where i thought it mattered you know i prayed here and there or when i remembered or never prayed at all, only prayed when things got rough. But within the last few months, um, maybe eight months, my prayer life has changed. My 
relationship with God has changed for the better. I'm on a path where I'm like, wow, this is, this is deep. So sometime around December, I realized, okay, I made a decision. I can't be in a relationship with a man who is not an active Christian. He needs to be God-fearing. You know, we need to understand each other. So that was important to me. So I, I wrote my list, I wrote my list, I wrote my list. And I said, God, look, do your thing. Then I met this guy. But at the time I met this guy, I was, let's just say, very in demand. I had a lot of guys interested or pursuing me from exes to new people, you know, who were like wanting to be deeply involved in my life around that time. But then he fit my description to God perfectly. To a T, where I sat down, I was like, God, stop. Never. Everything that I had thought in my mind and the picture that I had played out, because I also believe in visualizing the things that you want so that, um, you know, it manifests. So I had visualized him before I met him. I, I had played out the dynamics of the relationship. In terms of what his parents would be like, it's crazy, it's deep, I know. In terms of how we would meet and um, where his life was going, right? Where and who he was transitioning into. I played these thoughts out in my mind before I met him. So when I met him, I was like, what? What? Stop, God. I daydreamed about this human before I met him and there he was, exactly. And from the first time we started talking, we did not stop talking. It was day in, day out. He was so, just so pure. There's no other word that I can use. In my life, I had never met a man who I looked at and thought, I look up to this human wholly, fully, I respect him, I, I like who I put on a pedestal. So I basically, which could be a bad thing, but then you want to be with someone who you respect. And I respected this individual. And I sat and I thought, where are the negatives? Because usually you're like, okay, okay, I like this guy, but mm, he's got a way about him, red flag. They were, let's just say there were no red flags. They were, except for maybe one which i went back to god and i thought i actually hadn't i hadn't written it on my list which was i i don't want long distance relationships i, I don't believe that they work i've always said it so i know when we met we spoke about you know distance and how i don't like long distance and i didn't know that he didn't stay in the same country well let's just say that and um, when I then found out, I was like, I must have told you that I'm not into long distance. How are you only telling me now? I'm like, oh gosh, God, that was a thing. But I thought everything else ticks the box, especially the equally yoked God-fearing part. That's what was really important to me. And a lot of things, like I've got my own little things where I love Zimbabwean traditional food. I love it. I can eat it every day. Like, miss me with anything else. I love my 
And that was one of the first things we committed to the I love traditional food. I said, what? He's like, yeah, I cook. And I'm like, what? I love it too. I eat it every day. He goes, no. And then we started talking about that. And just everything else and fitness and working out. And I run almost every day. I work out almost every day. That's my lifestyle. That's his lifestyle. Everything made sense. So when I met this guy, I had prayed. Pray to God. I said, God, I want a man like this. Within no time, I met this man. No red flags, no nothing. Everything was just tick, tick, tick. You know when you're smiling and you go back to your list and you're like, tick, tick, tick. But what I didn't do was then go back to God and ask for permission to date this human. What I then just did was I thought this must be God. Thank you, God. I'm going to do it. I'm going to date this man. I did go to God and say, God, um, is he the one? That's what I said. Right? But I didn't say, God, must I date him? Should I do this? Can I have permission to embark on this journey with this man? Time. Is it, should I do it now? I just said, God, is he the one? What's the future like with this guy? Reveal to me the depth of his heart. So I'm a dreamer. By nature, since I was a child, I've always dreamt of things happening that I can't, that, that things happening in other people's lives, things that are going to happen, the future, prophetic things. I've always dreamt about things that are now playing out now, maybe with my parents or whoever. There are things that I dreamt when I was a child. People's secrets, whatever it is. So growing up and for years, I didn't understand it. I would always say to God, why do I have these dreams? What am I supposed to do with them? Why are you showing me the depth of someone's heart or their secrets or something that they obviously don't want people to know? And I see, and I dream in colors and I would see it so vividly. But I, my spiritual life wasn't strong enough. So over the years and through my prayers, I've been asking God, what do I do with this? What do you want from me? And I've learned how to interpret my dreams. I've learned the meaning of my dreams. I've learned how to pray about and for my dreams. And whether I'm involved in the dream or people are involved in the dream, you know, I'll pray on it. And if it keeps pressing me, which means sometimes if I have the same dream over and over, then I know, okay, I have to tell this person, we have to talk on the fast, whatever it is we have to do. Okay, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still learning. So I haven't mastered the art of um, being a Christian. And I'm still, there's still so much for me to learn and to know and to do. So when it comes to men in my life, when I meet you, I will pray. I will say, God, show me. But most of the time before I meet somebody, I would have had a dream. Right? So half the time, or probably 99.9% of the time I would have dreamt of a man before I meet him and how the relationship is going to play out but I'm very stubborn God help me 
pray for me, people. I am a very stubborn human. So I will challenge God, or I have challenged God in the past and said, eventually now when I meet this guy, so I'll have a dream and I'll know within the next week or two or whenever I'm going to meet someone and I'll meet someone. That same person that I would have dreamt. There's a lot of specifications that I would have seen. I'm like, okay, I've had this dream. And I know how the relationship is going to play. But sometimes I just really like this human. And I'm like, no, God. You know? And so I pray and I pray and I pray. I say, doesn't matter what I dream of. God, it's going to work. And it doesn't work out. That lies, waste of time. So as I'm maturing as a Christian, I have learned that there's something that I need not fight God on. If God shows me, if he's revealed it to me, what is the point? Because then I'll be going round and round in circles. And I'm 35 years old now, you know. Um, there's a few things I need to get done before, shall I say, time is up. <laughs> so I don't have time to be trying to trick God. You know, if God reveals it, if he shows it, it is what it is. So in my in my relationship that I had last year I'm just going to give you an example of dreams that I've had in the past before I met this guy I dreamt that I got a lift from a, shall I say a celebrity of I don't know if I should use the word celebrity but a sports presenter I suppose a very well known sports presenter gave me a, a lift this isn't a dream he drove a truck he drove a good car he gave me a lift and he started to hit on me is that the word people use in the car in my dream and he was telling me you know that he's into me and that's it and in my dream we were almost now dating and then he says to me let's go home and he gave me the keys to his house and he goes you know let's go home like this is it like I want to be with you as we're going home he calls the helper at home and he says um and and he gives me the phone and he says talk to her so she can let us in so I'm on the phone and I'm trying to talk to her to let us in, but she can't hear me. So I've got the keys, we're driving to his house, but this, this woman cannot hear me. I'm like, we're coming, open the gates, and nothing is happening. And I'm looking at this thing, and he gave me the almost with a, a remote, but it was the gateway to me entering his, his home, and it didn't work. And I was like, it's not working. And then I gave it back to him. And uh, I think when he did it, it worked. But then I woke up and never, I never got in the house. And so I knew, I knew that within the next few days or weeks, I'm going to meet someone. We're going to have deep feelings towards each other, but it's not going anywhere. And I'm probably going to try to make it go somewhere. But the keys to his house and his home and his life in general, the keys to his life, they're, the, they're not going to work for me. I'm not the one. <laughs> and it pretty much played out like that. I met a guy. Um, he wasn't a sports presenter, but he was in that um, field. Not a, just, he, let's say a TV personality, something, something. Let's just keep it there. And um, we met exactly how I dreamt. Lord. We met and I was at the garage and I was having issues with my car and he came and he was in a big car and he's like, let me help you. I was alone, he was a man, I was a, you know, I needed help and it played out like that and he's like, I, you know, I have a mechanic, maybe he can fix your car and I was like, my battery's dead and we ended up, I think I ended up giving him my number because he's like, I'll text you 
the mechanic's number or whatever and then we started talking and then as i got to talk to him i realized oh my gosh this guy he's in you know he's on tv he does this yeah, i'm not going to get into specifics but i realized that he was the guy that i had dreamt of but i liked him <laughs> so i was like god i don't care i like him i'm gonna keep doing this it feels good it felt good so i prayed i said god please just come on you know i might not have in the dream it didn't seem to work out but it can really work out and i prayed and i prayed and i asked god for more dreams and yeah god gave me dreams and then i think the next dream i had about him he had come to visit me and he wanted to come into my bedroom and my sister shut the door she goes what are you doing here no she closed the door that's one dream that's so obvious like what more do you want god to show and i was like no god come on give me something else give me something else and during that time the relationship was even crumbling you know what i mean i'm like reveal to me i can do this you you know you're like if you knock on the door um if you knock i will open you know if you ask i will give you this is what i'm doing and then he gave me another dream one time where this guy came to my house again and my brother caught him and he chased him out of the house and he jumped out of the house unclothed and he ran and my brother called him back sitting what are you doing with my sister you are not good enough this is a dream and at the end of the dream this man ran took his car drove off never to be seen again but people i was still fighting i was like no <laughs> to cut a long story short <laughs> the relationship did not work out even though i tried if trying had a face it would be mine if trying had a face it would be mine eventually i let it go i let it go because i realized why was i even into this guy i don't even know if i look if i think back now there's a lot of things i didn't respect about him he used to lie he wasn't even equally yoked he didn't go to church with all the things i wanted in a man you know what he didn't possess but i fell in love with the idea of who he wanted to become that's what i was writing on because he told me a story about oh this is what i want to do in the next five years i see myself as this and i was like wow this is who i want to be he look look let's just say i'm a dreamer okay i'm a visionary he's like and then i want to be president of, of the country that he comes from and i was like what first lady gold hello <laughs> okay so my friends even started calling me first lady a first lady hello hello first lady is practicing my my goodbye my little you know the sophisticated classy wave i was practicing i was like oh, I'm work out and because this is where i want my life to go in terms of <laughs> the initiatives that i have so i can help people oh gosh i, I made it all up in my head but when it finished i just realized what was i doing i used to shout at this guy every single day because i used to see so many flaws and not because i'm not flawed but just because he wasn't the person for me it's like if you're trying to force yourself to date someone you're not supposed to be dating someone who you are not compatible with 
you end up being the worst human because you start seeing the worst in that person and you pick on it and you pick on it because you're trying to create the individual who you want for yourself and so you look at this person and you just see that they're not matching up to what you know you're supposed to have and so you, you start questioning everything like why do you do that why do you talk like that why are you saying that and, and so you end up being a pest a real life pest not even because you're a pest by nature but just if it feels wrong it is probably wrong if it's not working it's not working you cannot make a banana out of an orange if you do not like the orange you do not like the orange let it go look for a banana you know what i mean <laughs> so that's that's what happened with that i was just giving an example of my dreams and how in the past they play out but then i say to myself god i'm not going to be stubborn what you reveal to me is what i need to do sin as hard as the truth that you're giving me might be so that's been like my new attitude God shows it to me, it is what it is, I'll pray about it. But things of God don't have confusion. And things of God, they have a clarity and they have confirmation. You won't just dream one dream and then that's it. When it comes to what God wants you to know, you'll have a dream, you'll probably have another dream, and then things will start revealing themselves. will start manifesting, you'll randomly come across Bible verses that speak to your situation, you'll randomly come across people things will happen even the person you're praying for you start talking the same language then you know God is confirming things to you so back to my story <laughs> back to my story when I then met him and we decided to start dating I didn't wait to hear confirmation from God to say wait to say get on this journey date him i saw dreams i got dreams from god to say that it was well i got dreams from god showing me a future with this guy a potential future what it would look like but that did not mean that i needed to start dating him there and then or courting him there and then that that's not what i got what i got is this is what it would look like and it looked good people it looked good okay but not just me it's not just me who was having these dreams. Even people around me were having these dreams. Like people were talking, girl, I dreamt of you and your man, girl. I... And so I, I took it as its confirmation that start to date him now. Whereas he was, God was just showing me that it's a good decision. He's a good man. You could have a good life. But I wasn't supposed to, I, sh I started to date him before God gave me permission to date him. You're supposed to get the go-ahead. If God is showing you all of this, why not go back to God and say, so should I date him now? Because then I realized we rushed it and I wasn't ready. And as everything is coming to me now, this is like a few months later, a lot has been happening with me. I've been hearing a word that speaks to my purpose. Now, there's no way God will just put someone in your life before sometimes you figure out your purpose that's when things don't this is the stuff i've been reading on and the sermons i've been listening to that by the time god gave adam eve god, um, adam knew his purpose do you know what i mean it's when you're walking 
in life, when you're walking in God's light, when you're walking in His calling or purpose, is when you meet the man or the woman that God has called you to be. You can't meet that person first and then try to figure out your calling. So what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to work? What? Too much confusion, especially if the things that you want to do or your purpose has something to do with ministry or God or changing people's lives in terms of just spiritually. You know what I mean? So we began to date. I did not get confirmation. I just was shown the future and I banked on that, but I was still praying. And as the months went by, I said to him, you need to ask God if I'm the one if we should date. There was, we didn't have problems. It was so swift. We got along. We prayed together. We fasted together. We planned. It was, it was, uh, it was actually a really healthy and amazing relationship. And we were trying or working on basing it around God. Like, what would God do? What does God want? God wants us to abstain. God wants us to put him first. Da 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 da. And then eventually, just he he was hearing a word of obedience. You need to be obedient, holy. And he kept saying to me, God is telling me I need to be obedient. He kept coming to him. The stuff that we discussed, we discussed verses, we discussed what obedience meant. And obedience meant a lot of things to him. It meant tithing every month, worshiping him, praising him, fasting, praying every day, twice or so times a day asking for permission before doing anything and then he started as we we're talking things were happening for him in terms of he realized the job that he has he never asked for permission and then he started realizing the relationship he was in he never asked for permission the country that he lives in now he never asked for permission from god and we started talking about how he needs to ask actually for permission and he started making real changes in his life because he was feeling like god is calling him to do something bigger meaning work he even stopped his job because he said god did not call me to this job he started praying god so what are you calling me to do and relationship wise i then said to him because he just thought this is it we both thought oh god has just given helped us find each other and this is you know god blessed them for a day relationship and eventually i just said to him why don't you pray and ask God if I'm the one? Because I don't want to waste time. We were planning a lot. I'm like, I don't want to waste time. And then the day before these things that we were planning, we're planning marriage, we're talking babies. I'm like, before that happens, we, we realize I'm not the one. Because you haven't consulted. And he goes, no, but you consulted. I'm like, yeah, but God has shown me the future. But then you need to confirm if God will show you the same thing. So pray. And then you pray. Help me, guys. <laughs> Let's just say we he did not hear what we thought that he would hear. So what God told him was no. And then God told him, wait. God told him, nope. This is not happening. You're not supposed to be in this relationship. And then he questioned God. He goes, what do you mean? And then we started fasting and we started praying. And then God told him to wait. And then he said, no, God has told me to wait. I said, what do you mean? <laughs> And he said, God told me to wait. So I kept praying, like, God, show me what's going on. I mean, God showed me 
through dreams a time of separation with this guy. A time of separation and God showed me that he needed that. Right? And then he also showed me a future which looked positive. Us together. And I was so confused because I kept saying, if you're showing me that this man and I have the potential to have a great future, why do we need a time of separation? I, I don't understand. Why is his heart not into it? So every time I would have dreamed of this guy, he would now be, he'd be on the phone, he'd be busy. He'd be hearing things and I'd want to talk to him and he'd be like, like, stop, I'm, I'm on the phone. And, and I interpreted it to mean he's hearing a word, there's something. And recently I've been having, well recently, which would be yesterday, I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. I spoke in tongues for the first time. I've been asking God to give me direction and someone very close to me. Just, this has all been happening this week was like to me, I feel like God is calling me into ministry. I said, what? Yeah. Stop talking. I just want to hear it. She goes, yes, it's just the sense that I'm getting. I feel like God is calling you to ministry. And I said, I know nothing about the Bible. I know, what do I know about Christianity? Stop, girl, I'm trying to figure out my own life. And she's like, no, you just learn as you go. I'm not saying you start a church or anything. I'm just saying when you talk to all your friends, there's something that, there's a gift that you have where you're just able to help people understand situations better to lead people spiritually who have this gift where I'll tell you my dreams, you interpret them, you help guide me. That's, I feel like that's what you're called to do and you, you've got this background in psychology, that's like the career you've taken. But I feel like there's a link where you need to now link your psychology with your Christianity and spirituality and start helping people in, the, in that way and connected to your life and your experiences. You have some type of calling. I said, I don't know. I just, no, I need to talk to God about this. I'm not worthy. I'm a sinner. I'm trying to figure this life out. She goes, I feel like you need to have a conversation with God and if ministry is your calling, you need to accept. I said, no, no. And I was like, so what if, what if like, I have to like fast for 30 days, like a dry fast, what can I do that? What if, I have to pray for 24 hours non-stop. And she's like, girl, let God guide you. You can do it. Let your spirit man be guided. And I said, I don't know what this means. I, I don't know if I should do get into ministry. But look, I've been going around in circles for the last uh, two years now. Let me just give it to God. And funny enough, last week, my best friend was also like, oh, I couldn't sleep. I felt the Holy Spirit pressing on me. You need to do a podcast. And she sent me this app and she's like, download it. You need to talk about your life, your experiences, mental health and, you know, the psychology of life and the COVID situation and just link it to you. There's something about it, she said. So this is a separate friend who said this. Another friend said, spoke about ministry. Then I began to pray on it. I began to pray on it. And two weeks ago, I have these daily devotionals that I read. I came across one that said, um, it's Luke 24, verse 39. It says, stay in the city of Jerusalem until you have been clothed with power from on high. And so when I read it, I thought it was fitting to my situation because I'd been planning to move. And I was thinking, 
I have to move houses, but I was thinking, should I just go back to Zimbabwe? What, what am I supposed to do? I was at a crossroads, and that was the verse for the day, where it says, stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from the Most High. And I didn't really understand what it meant, but it gave me peace because I, I realized, okay, I shouldn't move countries, not right now. I need to stay rooted in the city and there's a blessing God needs to give me. There's something that I need. This is not my destination, but for now it's where I need to be to get what God wants to give me. So it gave me peace because I felt like my world was crumbling around me. I have to move houses, I have to do this. And I, I was, there was a bit of confusion. But once I read that verse, I had peace. And I just, okay, I said, okay, fine. So I have to stay here for now. I just need to move houses, but I need to stay in the city. Cool. And then the day before yesterday, all of this has been unfolding. You know, I had a dream. I had a dream where my friend was going to be helping me out a lot. In the dream, she came and she had workout clothes, that she, my clothes that she bought for me. And she she came to my house and she was also wearing some of my clothes, but she had bought me my clothes and we were now planning to go for a run. But she had bought me the clothes that I was supposed to use for a run. And I woke up thinking, what does this dream mean? I dream of this friend of mine who's very prayerful as well. She bought me my clothes that she had, that she was bringing for me so that I could wear, so that we could go on this run. And I thought, I guess it means, I guess it means she's going to maybe bless me with something. There's a blessing maybe that I'm getting from God that's going to prepare me for some type of journey or some type of experience. And I need to have those clothes or that blessing, right? on before I embark on it and so this was the other day I think the day before yesterday and then yesterday I was saying it came to me that you know this is the topic I should be talking about I mean today I'm having a conversation with another friend of mine and she's like so when you're talking I feel like you should have a verse and I said what do you mean she's like yeah I'm like I know the topic the topic is expecting God to bless situations that he hasn't given you permission to embark on she's like yeah I feel like you need to find a verse and so I just typed that on Google you know Google's your friend I typed expecting God to bless a situation he hasn't given you permission to embark on and this a bunch of websites came up but the spirit I feel like took me to this particular website and there was the verse stay in the city of Jerusalem until you have been clothed with power from on high and then finally it made sense I was like oh my gosh the day before yesterday I had the dream about my friend and she bought me these clothes and as I'm reading it it says you you can't you can't walk out into the snow without your jacket and your boots you can't go for a run in high heels you have to dress accordingly and that's what happens when when God wants you to do something or is preparing you to do something, you need to wait to be clothed. You need to wait to hear from God because there's a time of preparation that things have to happen. You have to be equipped with the right clothing or the right skills or you have to be equipped with the blessing that allows you to either minister or that allows you to do the job that you want to do. If you go out and you're building, you're dressed as a construction worker, whatever your job is, you have to dress accordingly to protect you. Or if you're going into a meeting, you dress in a suit to give you the respect. So I 
almost am at a place where I'm being clothed and being prepared. And it wasn't only confirmed by the verse, but it was confirmed by my dream. And then it was confirmed by yesterday speaking in tongues for the first time. And it was confirmed by even the app wouldn't work until yesterday. And I'd been trying to make this app work for the last two weeks. And only yesterday morning, before the topic of what I should be discussing came to me, the app began to work. It's like everything is unfolding the way it's supposed to be folding. So why am I talking about all of this anyway? I am saying it made me realize the mistakes that I had made, maybe in relation to my relationship, because I didn't get him when he said, God said I should wait. But yesterday, that's what came to me. I understood what it meant, as I'm saying it. I understand what it means, I suppose, to wait. To wait in the sense that, to wait in the sense that when God, when you ask God for something, just because he shows you that it is yours, it doesn't mean you should take it or do it then. You ask God for a job and a job comes your way and automatically you think that's the god that's the job god has given you and sometimes it's not so who actually takes time to say god is this the job so before you say yes to the job you're actually supposed to stop and say okay god i was i've been praying for a job i'm being offered a job just because you're being offered a job it does not mean that that is the job that god has given unto you so you've got to go back to god and say is this the job? And it, I'm speaking to my own life. I prayed for a job. I didn't have a job. A job came immediately. I thought it's God. But was it though? Because I didn't go back to God and say, so God, should I work for this company? With my relationship? I didn't go back even though I'd had the dreams. I didn't go back and confirm and say, God, so when should I get into the, when should I date him? Should I start now? Should I say yes? I'm going to give an example of a mother so let's say just think of yourself as a kid even now maybe as a grown-up i don't know maybe you stay with your mother and your mother is preparing food and you know you know it's gonna be dinner time soon and you know the food being prepared in the kitchen is your food you know it you can smell it you're salivating you're like oh my god i can't wait for dinner yes you're excited right but you know how dinner is served right you have to set the table and maybe it's just not you and your mom maybe there's it's a whole family so it's not just you who has to be ready to eat you can see the food you can literally taste it in your mouth because it smells so good the table has been set but you can't just go and start dishing out your food until you've been given permission to dish out your food right no you gotta wait you gotta wait for your mom to call you you gotta wait to sit down set the table for everybody to be ready to start to eat then you've got to wait to pray and then you almost have to ask for permission like you know can we eat you're given permission you know the food is yours it's in your place but it's rude to just start eating in fact you might get a little too greedy and a little too impatient and um, go try you know take a drumstick out of the plate out of the bowl without permission your mom is probably gonna go pam and hit you on the finger that you're gonna drop that drumstick fast 
right? Not because that drumstick is not yours, but just because it's not yet time. You eat when it's time to eat. Be respectful. Do you know what I mean? And wait to be told, go for it. In fact, you, you might just push your mom off to the extent that she will just be like, you know what? You ain't even gonna, gonna have meat for today. Today, you're just gonna have pap and veggies. That's your dinner because you're greedy and because you're rude. <laughs> Done. And so I felt that this analogy is just the same as with God. We ask for things or God shows us that these are our things, but we can only pursue those things or take those things or embark on those journeys when God says, now it is time. So you have to go back to God and say, do I have your permission? Yes, God has given us the spirit to be able to choose. Yes, you choose. It's up to you to choose. But what you've chosen, you still have to present to God. Yes, I chose this man from the list of really, and I, I must say, I really do get the best guy sometimes. I might not have chosen wisely in the past, <laughs> but there was a list of really nice guys on my case, and I chose this guy. But after I chose him, I chose him based on feel good emotions. I chose him because he ticked all my boxes, but most specifically, the God fearing an active Christian box and stable and reliable and consistent and just genuine, you know, like we, we click, you know, can't even take that away. Best fit in a long time or that I've ever known. But then I then got on that journey alone when I didn't wait for God to say, now do it. I just did it out of feel good emotions. Even though I said to him, I'm worrying that you live for. That's, I even said to him, I said, of everything, you tick every box. And I'm just getting the sense that because you live thousands of kilometers away from me, it's just, I don't want long distance. But his plan had always been to eventually move. I can't even say eventually. Within a year, his plan was to move. What I didn't realize is I need, I needed this year. And God probably needed me to have this year. I needed it for me. I was, I thought I was ready, but I actually was not ready in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, like he is an amazing guy. But then I was still going around in circles in terms of my career, what to do. Do I go back to school? Do I stay in this country? Do I move? Too many questions and I wanted I wanted to bring him into my confusion. You know, like I looked good, but was far from good. How about that? You know what I mean? And he was also going through the same thing. So God needed for me to figure myself out. And I wouldn't have been able to, like the spiritual journey that I have been on since God told him to wait. It's been enlightening even now when now i'm hearing god telling me to wait everything the sermons that i'm reading the, everything that i'm coming across is wait this is what you need to do there's a there is something god wants me to achieve a purpose that he wants me to fulfill before i get married before i have babies before and i feel like it's a higher purpose it's greater than what i'm realizing 
I, I can't smack in the middle of a relationship with a man saying, look, um, I'm, I'm going to stop ministering. He's going to be like, what? That's not what I signed up for. So now I'm realizing the man who been, I have to be with has to know that this is my calling from the get, if this is my calling, because I'm still trying to figure it out, people. I'm still trying to figure it out. But everything is like pulling me in that direction. There's too much I need to figure out without confusing another human being. So yesterday I had like a eureka moment. I was like, oh, is this what he was talking about? I need to wait. I need to wait on God. I was asking God to bless a relationship that he did not give me permission to embark on. Just because I saw the future and it looked good. It doesn't mean the future was today. No. <laughs> the future is when God says it is. And God had not said it is. So why was I asking God to bless something that he didn't give me permission to do? Why? Why? And it's like that with everybody. We do it all the time. Even talking to my friends. We're all sitting and we're like, as I was talking to a few friends about this before, and I was like, why do we do this? I mean, with our relationships, like the friends around me now have been engaged and have broken off their engagements. And a lot, it's been a lot of trying to figure out our lives. But then I think the common denominator theme there is we did not ask God for permission and if we did like in my case I'll say I did I didn't wait I got impatient I didn't wait for the go-ahead I didn't wait to be told okay now do it and you and then I you can't then want to include God in it yet he wasn't fully there from the get yet he hadn't given you the skills and the preparation that you needed to handle that relationship or that job and then when it fails you're like how did it fail god why am i failing no it's too it's almost too late you have to go back to the drawing board which is what i'm trying to do in my life now i'm going back to the drawing board i'm trying to learn that before you do anything ask god for it when it comes and it seems like this is the thing that you've been praying for Ask God for revelation. Ask God for permission. Even if you want to move country, you're like, I feel like I need to move to freaking, I don't know, um, Australia. I mean, you say it, you start planning it, almost things start unfolding in a way you're like, okay, I definitely have to move. Because that's, that's not just the law of attraction. That's the power of God. When you begin to walk in in his light almost or in the path where he wants you to be in things start falling in place he starts putting helpers in place and information that you need to give you wisdom and direction and then you think just because it's unfolding like that you think okay god wants me to do it yes he wants you to do it but the question is when the question is are you ready the question is are you prepared has he given you enough preparation for you to do it so what i'm believing god is trying to tell me to tell you is you have to ask for permission. And if you have not gotten the permission, you cannot do it. Which is what my ex was now telling me. Like, there's a situation where during his spiritual journey, because we continued to talk thereafter, he had said, God said he, uh, he should wait in terms of this relationship, relationship so he can figure out the field work of his life, what he's supposed to do, the layout of 
where his career is going, who he is as a man, the relationship he has with God and his calling and purpose. There's like a deal that he wanted to get into and he said, I prayed about it, but if God doesn't tell me to sign on that deal before the date of the deal, I will not do it. And I didn't get him. I thought, what is he? Really? Really? But now I get it, which is what everything I'm coming across is almost saying. Like, you ask for permission. You gotta wait. Even if the thing that you're supposed to do tomorrow, the day comes and you haven't heard a word from God, you're not supposed to do it. If, only if, you actually want to include God in what you're doing. If you don't want to include God in what you're doing, that's fine. What I've just realized for myself is I've been going around in circles. I've been making decisions based on my flesh, based on my needs, based on what feels good, based on what looks good or easy or what's convenient. And that's not how God works. Let it go. If opportunities are presented to you and you really want God to guide you, and you want to live a God-ordained life. We're all sinners. We all make mistakes. But we're just trying to do this life as best we can. But what I've realized is when you don't follow God's plans, you can't be like half in, half out with God. When you decide to do this Christian thing, try your hardest to just do it. And include God in everything from the get. Because then when you get in trouble, you... You have, you have the, it's not backup, what's the word I want to use? You almost have the right to go back to God and say, no, no, you said I should do this, so fix it. Then you take a step back. There's no fighting when God has given you the permission to do things. There's no fighting and fear. There's no anxiety in terms of, oh my God, it's failing, what am I going to do? No, God will give you the tools and the wisdom to fix the things that he has given you permission to get into and embark on. But if he hasn't given you permission, you will sink and you will sink. And if, whew, if your prayers are not strong, you won't get out of it. But also, you might realize that you have to let, let it go. So imagine you spend three years investing in something that God hasn't given you permission to invest on. What, what will happen? You will waste time trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing and you go back to God and you're like please bless me God what am I doing wrong what you're doing wrong is that God was not in it from the get but then you're expecting him to be your crutch in the midst of it yet he was supposed to be your crutch or your foundation from the beginning hallelujah <laughs> that is um, that's the word and I hope you've learned something. I hope someone's life out there has been changed. Um, I'm just hoping that every time I have a talk with you guys, it's led by the Spirit. I can teach you something. I just want to do, to, to speak out of my heart and to speak through God. I don't want to make stuff up. I'm, I just want to try to be vulnerable and honest. And um, I'm hoping that you enjoyed this. Have a God-led day. May the Spirit of God be with you. May your souls be at peace. And I know in this time of COVID-19 and the lockdown, we are all experiencing different levels of anxiety and worry and stress. 
But I will tell you that with God on your side, the peace that you have, it's like an internal joy. So try to find that. Try to speak to Him. Try to seek God's love. He's the only one who can give you the peace that you might not have. Not, not, not a human, not even your best friend, not even your husband or your wife can give you an eternal peace that most people don't have. That comes from the Spirit of God. That when the world around you seems like it's falling or crashing, you're so calm. You're like, calmness. And I, I'm speaking from experience because I feel like I have that calmness. A lot of things right now feel like they're falling, they're crumbling. But I'm believing God, not just for miracles, but I'm believing God is preparing me and getting me ready for the next stage of my life. And I'm saying goodbye to my old life. And I'm almost excited even though I have nothing really tangible to touch, there's been a lot of little miracles happening. You know what I mean? Where God is saving me and showing me and talking to me. Where it's making me realize whatever, wherever this new journey is taking me to, God is in control. God has given me the reins and I just need to let him lead. It's going to be better than tomorrow. But the most important thing that I realize that people seek or especially me is peace anything that doesn't give you peace walk away from it that's that's me anything that doesn't give me peace even if someone says hi do you want to come grab a burger if, if i get anxiety i'm like i can't do it there might not be an explanation but then i just know that's not god we want god wants me to go just god speaks to you i guess just through that feeling that intuition if something is giving you that anxiety that feeling of where you don't have peace I don't think that's where God wants you to be you know what I mean so just try to listen to yourself and just try to give it all to God eventually when God is in control nothing and no one can touch you and I guess it brings me back to why I named the podcast withstanding the storm I also had a dream before that I had a dream where I basically was in a storm. But I was in a car that was just protected and the, the whole earth around me was crumbling. There was whirlwinds, there was mudslides. But I heard a voice say, stay where you are. Find safety within this area, stay where you are. And I, and I stayed in the car and things outside the car were going crazy, but I was safe. And it made sense and then I think the next day, or day after I came across a sermon about withstanding the storm and, and I just realized this is what's happening right now in my life. God is telling me to withstand the storm. Even in the dream, I saw like a way, I was like maybe we can drive through there and try to get up but I realized if I tried to escape the storm, the car was going to be um, taken away by the mudslide. So sometimes there's just no shortcuts. It sometimes seems as if things are hard, but they are hard for a reason. There's something that God wants you to learn. There's something that you're supposed to take out of that situation. There's sometimes the storm is good. Everyone thinks, oh my God, it's the devil. It's the devil. No, a God at times just allows you to go through that storm for a reason. So be patient and trust God for the reason. Because you will need the tools that you use to withstand that, that storm for your next phase of life for your next um phase and stage and 
your next, I don't know, whatever it is that you're embarking on. You can't reach certain heights without having gone through certain adversaries and challenges successfully. But that's a topic for another day. <laughs> so maybe that's the top next topic for the next um for the next podcast for the next session that we will have but um yes i'm off have a beautiful day may the spirit of the lord be with you amen bye i hope you enjoyed this